Good friends, a roaring fire, the perfect time for hot Dr. Pepper. Ah, delicious and so easy to prepare. Just heat Dr. Pepper in the saucepan till it steams, then pour over a thin slice of lemon. That's a hot idea. Yes, Dr. Pepper is delicious cold or hot. Try hot Dr. Pepper. It's a great winter treat. Right, Max? Hot idea. Hot Dr. Pepper. Have you ever had it? Well, it used to be a thing, and now it's making a bit of a comeback. And so I thought, okay, so if you're stuck at home with the kids, or maybe you're looking for some retro fun thing to do on New Year's Eve, maybe you would also like to try hot Dr. Pepper. And so just so I wasn't making anyone be like, what are you talking about? I made it. I made it in my crock pot. And I have to say, it's kind of delicious uh, and when I started looking into hot Dr. Pepper because honestly I didn't know this was a thing until this year I discovered lo and behold there's actually a Dr. Pepper museum in Waco Texas and so exciting joining us today is Rachel Nadu Johnson the collections manager from the Dr. Pepper Museum in Waco. Happy holidays, Rachel. Hi, happy holidays. I'm glad to join you. Did not know, honestly, there was a Dr. Pepper Museum until I started digging in to the history of hot Dr. Pepper. So how long have you been with the Dr. Pepper Museum? Yes, I started as an intern in 2013. And so about 10 years now. Hot Dr. Pepper. I know a little bit about it. It goes back to 1958 when the president of the company was sort of encouraged to find a way to make Dr. Pepper a wintry drink. Is that is that how the story goes? Yes. So the story goes that Wesby R. Parker, the president of the company at the time, was out uh, visiting different bottling facilities and at that point in time, route salesmen would take the drinks and sell them to different businesses. And uh, the story is that one of the route salesmen came back, and it was just, you know, it was bad wintry weather, snowing. And so he smarted off to Mr. Parker and said, you know, it would be a lot easier to sell a hot drink than a cold drink when the weather's this way. So that got Wesby R. Parker thinking, and he went home and started experimenting with a way to make Dr. Pepper hot. Um, and he tried a bunch of different things, and eventually he landed on you're supposed to heat it to 180 degrees because that is the perfect temperature. It prevents it from scorching and makes it delicious. And what makes it extra delicious is then taking that hot Dr. Pepper and pouring it over a thin slice of lemon. And I did do that. I don't know if I got the temperature exactly perfect, but I did heat it in my crock mm -hmm. pot. I poured it over a thin slice of lemon and it was delicious because it doesn't taste like anything else you have over the holidays. It's obviously, mm -hmm. it's sweeter than a tea and it's got a little more, uh, a little more kick to it than like a cider. So it's quite an original hot drink. It is. I really enjoy hot Dr. Pepper, actually. So it's great. It's, you know, when you're drinking it, it kind of feels like a tea because a lot of that carbonation escapes while it's heating. Um, but yeah, it does have that interesting taste to it.
Joining us today to talk about hot Dr. Pepper and the Dr. Pepper Museum is Rachel, the collections manager at the Dr. Pepper Museum in Waco, Texas. So you say in some of the videos you do on your Instagram account that hot Dr. Pepper really actually did catch on in the 60s and 70s. And then did it sort of fade out in the 80s and 90s? And now people think it's a fun drink to have over the holidays or something if you're having a fun New Year's Eve party? Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, It was pretty popular in the 60s and 70s. And there's even some references in it, uh, references to it in some movies like Blast from the Past, I believe. Um, So now it's just kind of some people know about it. Some people remember having it. And so it's something they've always included in their holiday traditions. But now with social media, people are learning more and more about these niche areas of history. And hot Dr. Pepper is one of those things that now everyone is learning about. And a lot of people are interested in trying it. Well, and I grew up on Dr. Pepper because my papa or my grandpa, um, he loved Dr. Pepper. So he used to have cases of the pop in his kitchen. So when we would go over as kids, we always drank Dr. Pepper. Like we were drinking Dr. Pepper and we probably should have been having milk or water, but we were having Dr. Pepper. So it is definitely a taste that throws you back to your childhood, the 1980s, very quickly. (laughs) Also, I want to check on this too. There's a special name for if you add some drinky drinks, some booze into your Dr. Pepper. Yes, if you add rum to it it's called a shush boomer it is supposed to be like the perfect drink for when you've been skiing all day to warm you up Uh, shush boomer is a fantastic name it is and they have some other recipes for it for incorporating dr pepper into your hot drinks too they have some dr pepper hot chocolate recipes and then they have some what i would consider like elevated hot dr pepper recipes where they add different spices as well we actually have a really large cookbook collection here at the museum that has a bunch of different recipes like that in it So if people here are taking a trip to Texas, maybe this spring or this summer, and they're heading to Waco, just tell us a little bit about the museum. What is its specialty? Do you get people from all over the world? I assume you do because it's such a fun place to go. Oh, yes. We definitely get people from all over the world. It is super fun. We have several different experiences that can be booked ahead of time. Um, some different tours. We even have some ghost tours that people can go on or paranormal tours. So we have a lot of different experiences for just about every type of person. What we focus on is the soda, the soda, goodness. (laughs) We do focus on soda, obviously. (laughs) But what we focus on is the history of the soft drink industry. And we use Dr. Pepper primarily to tell that story, but we also include some of the other sodas as well. So when you're coming through, you know, you're going to see lots of different brands of soda, different ones you'll recognize and enjoy drinking. Um, Dr. Pepper right now is owned by Keurig Dr. Pepper, which has an extensive um, list of brands that are associated with it. And so we have most of their sodas in our collection and we do exhibit all of those and talk about the different sodas and just look at the soft drink industry as a whole.
And you know, it's fun because, you know, we're here in Canada and you're in Waco, Texas. Just hearing you say soda <laughs> sounds like it's a fun trip because we say pop. So just having the soda oh, yeah. reference is just, uh, it's that little cue that it's a different part of the world where everything is so different and yet so similar, but different. Right. And yeah. I'm from Michigan originally, so I had to train myself to say soda um, instead of pop. But yeah, yeah we, we say soda. Uh, however, we do like to say we're the most popular place. Mm. <laughs> I get it. So, I get it. I get yeah. it. <laughs> Well, it just sounds like the most fun place to visit, and I appreciate you. It's Rachel, the collections manager at the Dr. Pepper Museum in Waco, Texas, joining us to tell us about the origins of hot Dr. Pepper and all the other fun facts that go along with the pop or the soda. (laughs) Yes, of course. It was my pleasure.